Welcome to It All Boils Down to This, the podcast where father and son take the kitchen table arguments and heated discussions from their home directly to yours. Jim and Jack Boyle will explore the world as only they can. We might even let a few guests join the fun. So sit back, choose a side, watch the water temperature rise, and enjoy stimulating generational conversation about sports and life. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 7 of It All Boils Down to This. I'm back here with my uh, son, Jack Boyle, Jim Boyle on the uh, mic. We're going to go over a couple things that happened exciting weekend. Jack, uh, Ryder Cup, why don't you start us off with uh, a quick observation about Ryder Cup. Yeah, kind of embarrassing for the Americans, and um, yeah, I was really looking forward to it, and you wake up Friday morning. I couldn't watch them Friday, but you wake up Friday morning, and you see they, they, they lost the morning session 4 up 4-0. They were down 4-0 already. I mean, it, tournament's basically over then. So they embarrassed themselves. I, I have a lot more to talk about uh, with the Ryder Cup, but, you know, that, that was an embarrassing performance for the Americans. Yeah, because I remember you woke up because uh, you had to go to work, and, and we were all working, and you go to me, they just, the Ryder Cup's over, and I didn't even wake up yet. So they, they went yeah. down for love, and, you know, we can, we can talk about a lot of different things with, with regards to the Ryder Cup, but the, the, the most important one is they just got their clocks cleaned. The, 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 the Europeans just cleaned their clocks for, for whatever reasons we determined. And they just played better golf. So, uh, what do you, what do you, what's the most, what's the most significant factor in that clock cleaning? What do you, uh, the what Europeans you, just their players played better. They cared more. They wanted to be there more. They had more of a desire to win. That was quite obvious. They 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 just wanted to be. I know in golf it's talent and all that. They wanted to be out on the course more, and they wanted to win that more than the majority of the Americans did. Justin Thomas, I'll give him it. He wanted to win. You know, there are a few guys in America that really looked like they wanted to win. But everyone in Europe was going for it. Everyone was giving 100%. Everyone was playing in real tournaments leading up to it. The Americans kind of were just sitting in Jupiter, Florida, and hanging out at their clubs and, and hitting a few balls and all that. But they weren't really in competitive competitive play leading up to it. A lot of them, you know, they I know Justin Thomas played a lot of them. They last played at the, um, the Tour Championship, Tour really. Right. So that was a month ago. So they just weren't prepared. They didn't take it seriously enough. And, and you get your ass kicked when that happens. Well, I don't know about taking seriously. But I don't think I, they did. I think that the— uh, They thought they could go there and, and the fact show that, up and win. The fact that the um, captain uh, decided to give them five weeks off instead of having them go out and play, there was a— That's the captain's he, choice? He decided—he had asked everybody, and they get over there early and get used to the course. So, you know, let's let's start. Let's start at the top. Right? That's bad. I know. Well, let's start at the top. Zach Johnson, nice guy. Two major championships. He won a British Open. He won a Masters. Um Really nice guy. The the Europeans, because of Liv, fired their captain in, a year ago. Henrik Stenson was supposed to be the captain, and they brought Luke Donald on. So Luke Donald did what a Northwestern guy does. is He studied the numbers. He figured it all out. And I, I think, let's start at the time. Luke Donald was a thousand times better captain than, than um, Johnson was. Of course. You Not know? even close. There's blown off the— Blown out of the water in terms of the difference between them. But, again, does the captain do that much during it? Like, they pick who plays and all that. But once the event starts, your player's got to play. And, yeah, you know, I agree, you, I agree you that. You can't motivate a golfer as a Ryder Cup captain. they got to motivate themselves. Those players, they weren't motivated enough. I think a player's got to play. But, again, the captain's, the, the role of the captain, they, they, they help to the course development and design. Which, well, Zach Johnson which, doesn't have a say on that. Doesn't. No, I know. Because he doesn't. But the they also have a say in who you put, who you team together, um, when they go out, who goes out, why they go out. Mm -hmm. You know, and and even to the to, to Luke Donald's credit, he knew John Rahm was going number one in the singles, first time off, first person off. He sat him in the second of the double in the second session on Saturday. Um, whereas I thought Zach was just a little willy nilly. Once you went down four love, it was they were sort of in big trouble anyway. Yeah. 
But uh, why do the Americans struggle? And you, you and I fight about this at home because of the ball and all that crap. But why do Americans struggle on alternate shot? Can any any logic? No. That's your answer. No? Yeah, my answer is no. I don't know why do they suck. Why what they play? It's not like they're playing two different sports: the Europeans and the Americans. They play on the same tours. All those guys, except for one, play on the same tour. They play the same everything. Why or why? Why does the Europeans always kick our ass at at alternate shot? I don't know. You're asking. What, do you have an answer? My guess is the answer that somehow, and I think you you hit it on the the nationalism we'll use, which is a tough word in this political environment. But the nationalism. So that they they go at it and say, I am going to make the sacrifice for my playing partner, whereas the Americans are going and they, they're, they're individual contributors and they cannot break that mold. I mean, Tiger was was, was a great match, match play player, but he struggled in a Ryder Cup and team play because nobody played his style. Nobody was used to playing the way he was used to. So they, they don't, I don't, I think the problem with Americans, they don't sacrifice that little bit. And you, you hit the nail on the head in the beginning. They just don't sacrifice a little bit of, of themselves in order to make the team better. So they're, they they have the ego. They 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 got the management. They do this. I'm great. I go here. I do that. And then then you can beat nine and seven or whatever the heck that happens. Yeah, you got look. You want to talk about oh the ball? They don't play the same ball. You don't lose nine and seven because of the ball. You lose nine and seven because you sucked. Well, I'm saying the ball. Let me okay for for our listeners. This is an argument at home that I've heard, and I I, te- I tend to totally agree with it. Is if you play, if everybody plays the Titleist or what are they, what's, what's the, what are they? Who cares? Bridgestone, Bridgestone Callaway, Callaway, whatever. If you play the same ball, you would have to be teamed up with a player in that, in, in that, in that category. And that, so, because you don't want to be hitting a different ball than you used to hitting. So therefore the Americans, I don't know how the Europeans do it, but the Americans are structured and say, so Max Homa has to play with Xander Shoffley or Cantley has to play with Brooks Kepka. So I, and again, Maybe you're right. Maybe they shouldn't really care. Maybe they should be playing, matching up their talent the correct way. But that's the ball issue. That argument, though, it it, it by saying by complaining about the Americans and the ball, the Europeans are playing the same game. They all use different balls. They all play different balls on their when they're on the on the PGA tour. Why does you can't just say for all oh, the Americans the ball the ball the ball? What the Europeans don't seem to have a problem. I'm saying, and again, that, you sacrifice. Uh, but whatever, I don't. I don't know. I'm saying the problem is they don't sacrifice enough of themselves to make it a, to win as a team because they're so individual. And that this is how I play the game of golf. And I'm gonna like Scotty Scheffler is is this type of player. Brooks Koepka plays like this. Um, DJ, not DJ, didn't play crap. He's a little guy. Dustin Johnson and, and Jordan Spieth, you thought would have been matched up really well together. They were both captains' picks, and they really didn't play that well. Justin Thomas did was Spieth the captain's pick? Yeah, uh, yeah, he, he was. was, he was, was, he was, he was yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. so. So I, I would go with that grouping of that, but that's just the captain. So Zach Johnson got out outmaneuvered at every every stage and whatever it was, and because you you know three of the top four players in the world were European, they should be they should be dominating. Well, in, three in of the top three. Base. I know I know the number one's an American, but if we did that draft golf ranking a couple of weeks ago here, it might be our second episode. If you yes. were to draft the golfers, the top three picks would all be the Europeans. They would be they would be uh, Hovland, Rahm, and, and McElroy. Hundred percent. Those three are, are better than everybody else. At this stage of the game, you're probably right. And I think we overrated. We underrated Hovland huge. In that, well, you in picked that Brooks Kepko over him, who is the biggest baby ever, and he <laughs> just proved it once again. He whined after Saturday about John Rahm. He partied like you wouldn't believe after they lost. Just he is the he is the example of the the what's wrong with the American team in the Ryder Cup. Brooks Kepko right there. He is he is the symbol for everything that's wrong. Talk about the ball. Talk about. Talk about uh, sacrifice. Everything. He, his attitude is so bad 
It is so bad, and it, it I, I, you can't tell me it wasn't detrimental to the team, his attitude, specifically. I know everyone's talking about Cantley and Shoffley, and they were being assholes with the money and all that. I get that. But Burks Kepke's attitude is so bad. It's so bad. I, I don't even know what to say. It's so He is the worst. The worst. It's like I, it, I got you. I got you. It's and like I, if Deion Sanders I, I and Tom Brady had a kid. That's how much I hate him. <laughs> That's how much I hate him. Deion Sanders and Tom Brady had a kid. He comes out like Brooks Kepka. You know what? I, I I never liked Kepka anyway. But again, I've been reading online. The live people are saying, well, if you had taken Patrick Reed and Dustin Johnson and whoever Patrick Reed, I didn't see anyone say Patrick Reed. Shea, but no, I saw this guy. <laughs> live, live, those three. Oh. You, you missed that. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, where where did you see this on Twitter? Yeah. Somebody, what was his Twitter account? Like Live Nation. Yeah, Live Golf Nation. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't. That's that not a real the, opinion. Yeah, but that's their opinion. That's like the Bluminati saying that. That's true. Like the Bluminati. Wilmer <laughs> Flores or whatever is better than Mookie Betts or Connor Wong is a good return. Yeah, that's I, true. I, that's my bad. I said we were not to never talk about him again. But yeah, uh, the Ryder Cup no didn't go well, and and I'm I'm not too pleased with the way they acted afterwards. I saw. Uh, you know, in that press conference, they do like I said, they were a couple of them were drinking beers. It's like if you want to party, go party. You can party in Rome. It's a nice place. You know, great great place to have a vacation. Yeah, don't do it on my face. Okay, don't so do it on my face. Okay, go so, go to a club. Okay, so let's take, let's take it a step back. I'm pissed. Oh, I know not. you're pissed. Let's take a step back. You know, and let's go with the Shoffley and and everyone. Since since the dawn of day when Mickelson and Tiger were playing, they were always looking to get paid for this. Well, they always yeah, wanted Phil. to go. They always wanted to get <laughs> Phil paid. Phil was looking to get paid. Why, why, no yeah. way. Why is it? Why is it so bad that the players want to capitalize on the event if everyone else is but them? That same thing. Same thing goes with college. So I have no issues with them wanting to get paid. I have them issues with making a scene of it wanting to get paid out front. I have issue with the fact that they. You know what? They lost. They didn't give a shit. You lose. These guys got to get over it. Problem is there, the problem with the wanting to get paid and all that, again, the Europeans don't make a big stink about it, do they? You well, never see them not, they infighting make, and all They don't that. make a big stink about it publicly. Yeah, okay, that's fine. They don't. Make a big, you can make a big stink about it. If it gets public, then you ruin everything. Everything gets ruined when that gets made public because then you have the, you know, friction in the locker room. Blah, 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 blah. Well, the friction, they all want to get paid. There's no friction about that. I, don't think, mm. I, I would say right now that if you said to Sam Burns, we're going to give a million dollars to go play, he's going to play his ass off, Right. Yeah, He's not going to should be up. doing that. There's enough people like a Keegan Bradley who who would go and give it a hundred percent and give everything and not care about not being paid. Right. There, there's enough good golfers in America to be like, you know what? If you don't want to, if you don't want to play, if you don't want to try, whatever. Rory McIlroy. He's more passionate about this than I've seen him in any major, the Ryder Cup. He cares more about winning the Ryder Cup than anything. It's insane. I would and think that that's paid. not true. And not, not true. Not you, true. You, not uh, true. Again, you not could true. say that. Uh, you, not true. Okay, not true. Not, not true. true. He won the Masters. He would be much more thrilled than if he won the Ryder Cup. No, he wouldn't act like it. No way. That's uh, No. He would not act. He, no, no, that's so, wrong. So let me ask you a question. Let's go it's two wrong. years ago. And he's not two getting Two years paid. ago, Whistling Straits. Two years ago, Whistling Straits. What did they act like? Were they acting like did you think they? I don't remember. You don't, don't remember, know. right? You don't remember, right? They what? won. They, they could act however. If you win by that, they won by a lot. They won by even more than they got beat by this time. If you win by that much, act however you want. I don't care. Okay, I don't care. That's good. All right, that's the back. Like uh, the other thing we're going to look at is it was terrible. It's a terrible optic because they're rich, spoiled American athletes. But if they win, everybody loves them. If they lose, everybody hates them. Uh, the only one, as I go back real quickly, we talked about the payment. You know, if you're going to pay them, here's what I say. We're going to give you a guarantee $100,000 to go. We'll put you on the plane. We'll give you a little per diem so you can do whatever with your married wife and daughter and girlfriend. But if you win, you get a million bucks. If you lose, you get the hundred grand. Yes or no? 
Sure. I, I, I don't care about them. I, just, it's the Ryder Cup. If you, can't, if, if you can't care for the Ryder Cup, just don't go. I don't care about money. Okay, I know so, they, so they probably so, deserve okay. to be paid, yeah. but whatever. Who oh, cares? Oh, yeah. It's a national championship football game. Those kids don't get any payment. Should they deserve to be paid? What's the difference I, between the two? There's no – Dad, they get paid when they play in the majors. They get paid when they play all year. They have the. They get paid all year. It's like this one tournament that they go to every other year. That's like the biggest thing in golf. Okay. They don't. They can't for three days not get paid. Okay. The NBA, and it's the, not okay, all. It's okay. a few players that seem to really be upset about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, that's because those are the vocal. Okay. The NBA finals. Should they get paid for it? Or they not? do get paid. You no get a bonus kidding. For winning. No kidding. That's what I'm saying. But do you get. Do you get paid for winning the Masters? Do you get paid for winning the U.S. Open? So it, why don't you get paid for playing the Ryder Cup? It's, we're done. I'm not. We're not going to fight about this because it's just stupid. It's what, stupid. What do you Jack, mean? It's the Ryder Cup. What, it's, it's the, the Ryder. Ryder. I, like, so you'd go play in the Ryder Cup for free. Wh- you'd play for free. I'd get embarrassed. I know that, but you play for free. Sure. What's your shoot this weekend? Eighty-five. That's pretty good. Don't yeah, go no, Joe, not bad. No. The Joe beat you. Yeah, he shot seventy-nine. Pretty good. Damn, he's getting better and better. He's getting old. It's what he always shoots. Did he? Did he talk like we're on the podcast? Huh? Did he talk all tournament like like if we get him on the podcast he'll never he'll talk? No, he'll be fine. He'll be a fine guest. Yeah. Uh, real quickly, I'm just want to look at the captain's picks, which just seems to be the biggest issue of the world. Sam Burns, Colomore, Cower, Justin Thomas, Spieth, Kepka, and Fowler. He never played Fowler. Uh, but again, I looked at the captain's picks for the Europeans. Ricky they, concessions. They weren't, much, they weren't much in. Okay. Well, fine. We're going to close the Ryder Cup fund on the. Uh, you know what? I don't think this is. What? Dude, what are you doing? I'm just checking out the recording. Oh, my God. I'm not getting on my board. Very professional. I know. That's what has to happen. Yep. It's professional. I can always cut that out because I'm good at good at adding. Um, so. <laughs> I doubt that. You know, let's go back to the concession. You, why don't you give me your spiel on the Ricky Fowler? <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. What are you conceding that puff for? Uh, it was um, it was Wyndham Clark who, who uh, maybe like an hour before the end of the, the Ryder Cup, he was playing the anchor match. He didn't concede a putt from even shorter than the one that Ricky didn't give, and the guy missed it. It, it was one of the young guys. It was one of like that tall cyborg guy. Um, what do you do it to end the Ryder Cup? You get make him make the putt. You give him the putt to end the Ryder. I just thought that was that was kind of crazy. I, I don't. You can probably see this. Like I don't know what's going on in our studio right now. We have we're having technical difficulties. I don't. Are you not? What's going on? You can't see it. The, the one light's flashing. I think we're recording just on the on the big overhead. What I'm flipping switch. Don't worry about it. What does that mean? Nothing. There's well, no problem. So why do we just do that for a minute? Because that's because I wanted to double check to make sure everything was okay. Okay. So now you're gonna make me at it. So I don't like get it. Okay. So Ricky Fowler conceded. I. You know what? He conceded. So the Europeans. So Ricky. So that um, no, Mr. That, Fleetwood wouldn't make the putt to win that. Yeah. Match. No. That's exactly what Ricky was thinking. Yeah. He didn't. He wanted to take the moment away from him. that. That's 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 that that fits right in with Ricky's personality. Yeah. It does. That was sarcasm by me, by the way. I can tell. I can tell. All right. I'm done with the Ryder Cup. They embarrassed themselves. I hate Brooks Kepka. He was calling John Rahm a child while he's 33 years old and has a mullet. Uh, he better shave that before he goes back to Saudi Arabia because they put him in the bone saw for that. Okay. <laughs> good deal. That's good. Hey, that's right. So the Ryder Cup's done, passed. We've got two years to worry about it. No big deal. Who gives a rat's butt? Uh, next, we got. To, what do we got? Do we have Kevin lined up here for his uh, his spiel? We got hey, about well, a minute. Well, Kevin O'Donnell. We got about a minute of him. Um, play his. Uh, I wish I had a picture of him. We could put he, up. Here. He's going to kick off um, basically what we're going to talk about. He hits on all kind of the three points. 
Wait, no, we got to do um, MLB playoffs first. Oh, I forgot about that. Right, let's go. Right I don't now. know a thing about that. Was a voice crack. I don't know. I don't know a thing about MLB playoffs. So okay, so it's, I haven't paid attention to baseball since I got eliminated in the the fantasy baseball playoffs two weeks ago. Speaking spent, of that, did you win? No, I lost. You lost. I lost by twenty. Oh my god, that that's, that's a shame. That's, that's a real, real shame. No shit, it's a no. shame. Still hasn't won since I joined. The league. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's. I, too I bad. beat you by like a hundred. I, I scored nine hundred points that one week, and then second last week I scored like six hundred. It is what it is. That's, that's why I don't like the playoff format that we have because. It ends the last week of the season. You don't like it because you lose. Half the guys don't play the last week. Okay, Texas. We're going to American League: Texas, Tampa, and Toronto, Minnesota. Um, and the home teams play both games. Wait, what? Texas versus Tampa and Toronto versus Minnesota. Those Houston won the division. Houston won the division. And Seattle didn't make it. Seattle didn't make it. I would like to give a shout out to George Kirby for throwing his knuckleball last night or two nights ago. It was a very nice tribute to Tim Wakefield, and it was a filthy knuckleball. That's good. So who do you? So there's no Seattle for Kirby. Okay, so let's go. Texas, Tampa. What do you like? Tampa's the home team. Tampa has a better record. Uh, I don't really like either of those teams. Um, I'm going to go... I hate Tampa. I'll go Texas. But Texas. I know you picked them to win the World Series, so I hope they lose. Yeah, so you, you hate Tampa. Yeah, I'll go Texas. What about you? Uh, well, obviously you I have Texas. to stick with Texas, but you know, Tampa's tough because they're at home in that crappy they ballpark. They get glass now. They get yeah. the best, and they get the best pitcher in that matchup. Is Eovaldi healthy? Uh, yes. And then the... Who else do they have? Like you have all the, 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 the yeah. you know. Oh, they bought that. They, what's his name? Um, lefty. They got from Jordan Montgomery from the Cardinals. Oh, he's not he's bad, yeah. And they made Scherzer might 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 be able to come no. back, but they don't know. All right. What's uh, the next one? The next one is uh, Toronto, Minnesota. Toronto won the. Uh, uh, I'll go Toronto. Screw Minnesota. They get that charity division case. But they made the playoffs. If they weren't in that division, did they have a better record than the Mariners? No. I yeah, think they uh, I gotta go Blue Jays. Years. Blue Jays got a good team. Blue Jays really could want to run here. They got good pitching. They got hitters that can explode and really beat you. They got a dangerous lineup. I agree. Good with bullpen, that. good closer. So I'm gonna stick with Minnesota because Pablo Lopez. They're starting pitching with Lopez and Gray. They can they can you survive see? a two game set. They can win two games. Those two. Toronto's got good pitching though. They do too as well. It's all it's, it's gonna come down to bullpens. I think Toronto's bullpen's better, but I'll stick with Minnesota if you're gonna okay. go with Toronto. So all right, Texas and Tampa. We got both got Texas, uh, Toronto, Minnesota. You got Toronto. I'll take Minnesota. Uh, National League: Arizona, Milwaukee. Arizona, Milwaukee. I'll go Milwaukee because they have a player that I played against in high. Well, I didn't play against. I was hurt. I wouldn't have played anyways. But uh, they have Sal Frelick, who uh, pride of Lexington. Uh, I'll go with them. Good, and they get good. They get good front end pitching. So Woodruff, Woodruff's been dominant since he got healthy. So they got two real good front end guys. They got three actually. Count Peralta, Freddie Peralta. So they got. Um, is it Freddie Peralta? Is that his name? Yes, Freddie. Yeah, Peralta. yeah, yeah. So they got three really good pitchers. I'll go Milwaukee definitely. All right, so you're going to go Milwaukee. I'll take Milwaukee. Their, their starting pitching is way too good for Arizona, and they're home for two games in that crappy ballpark they have. Finally, the favorite of all favorites, the uh, Marlins versus the Phillies. Phillies. Screw the Marlins. I just don't like the Marlins. I don't know. And I kind of, yeah, I won't say I like the Phillies, but I don't hate their team. Like, I like, I like um, Bryce Harper a lot. I like Kyle Schwarber. So I'll go Phillies. Go Phillies. I go, I'm going to go Phillies. Except for last week, you told me that the uh, GM for uh, for uh, the pre- vice president of baseball operations uh, for the uh, Miami, you would never hire. But she got her team to the playoffs, and Heim Bloom did it. So. Listen, I'm, they got the pitch. I wouldn't hire Heim yeah. Bloom. I, I wouldn't hire <laughs> Heim Bloom either. Yeah. So, so we're going to go. I got the Phillies too. Phillies pitching again. Nolan Wheeler back to back. Their bullpen's deep enough. Kimbrel seems to have found himself again. Uh, so I'll go with uh, this. So we're, we're we're even on Phillies, Milwaukee. Uh, and Texas, and uh, you like Toronto, I like Minnesota. So we'll see what happens. We'll come back next week. We're going to have the ALDS start next week as well. Uh, I'm, I'm still going to go with Houston over Atlanta. Houston, Atlanta? Rematch. 
rematch. I'm going to go. Twenty twenty one. I'm going to go back to Texas versus the Dodgers again. Austin yeah, that's, that's what we picked a couple you know, like, like, months ago. As long as Texas made it, I was lucky because they were really struggling yeah, there did. for a while. So. All right, that's our baseball talk. We'll, we'll go more into baseball as we get close to World Series and, and, and the rest. Uh, one baseball decision. point, 30-30 uh, seasons. I, now, nobody cares anymore because of what Acuna was, 40-70. Uh, did you see Kyle Tucker, who I love? We talked about him earlier. Uh, Kyle Tucker, he ended up with 29 homers and 30 still. And, uh, oh. It might have been more than 30 stolen base, but he had 29 homers because he had a triple. He had an inside-the-bark home run that got ruled a triple with an error. Yeah, Just like out of that Seinfeld that. Yeah. episode yeah. <laughs> where Kramer's, Kramer's got the— uh, Trying to get the picture back, and he's uh, uh, who is it? Is Mattingly has to hit two home runs? And no, gets... no, no. It was uh, what's his name, the right fielder uh, O'Neill. Paul no, O'Neill. O'Neill has O'Neill. to hit two home runs, and he hits one, and then the second one's a triple with a with a field like an error. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so. Tucker ended up twenty nine thirty. Pretty good. Good yeah. player. Nice yeah, little no, player. He's a thirty thirty guy. Nice little player. All right. So now we're going to bring Kevin in. Um, Kevin's going to bring us through the uh, his his opinions on two things. We're going to talk about three things: college football. The Celtics made a trade for Drew Holiday and the abomination that was yesterday's uh, Patriots game. Is, are we ready to go there? Yeah, I wish we got a couple of gambling takes from him because recently he's become a big gambler. He's really into the um, – he bets like probably like 10, 15 college football games a weekend. So he's got he's got a big uh, ticket. So now you're going to have to watch Jack uh, play the phone uh, on his uh, well, mic. We'll see know. if this is new for us. Okay, we'll put it All on All right, base. here's Kevin. Kevin is on. I'll, I'll make faces. what's going on? Uh, first off, I'd like to apologize. Um Last week, I fumbled the bag. Um, Should have called in, forgot to. New job. We're just going to blame it on the new job. Um, All right, into the good stuff. Uh, Thoughts on Mac Jones. Um, Personally, think he's terrible. I'm done with him. Uh, He's like a whiny crybaby, too. Like, just don't want to deal with him. Um, Drew Holiday trade. uh, Great player, but... I'm a little concerned about depth, like Pritchard's your third guard. Who's the third wing behind Jalen and Jason? And then you have Big Al and Kristaps and, I don't know, some guy they just signed from the Warriors as, as the bigs. So I don't know how I feel about that. And then um, with Georgia struggling, um, another top team struggling, uh, I'm not sure who's, like, the best team in college football. Um, and we'll see how that plays out. I mean, USC struggling against Colorado. I know they were ranked eighth, but, like, I don't know. Washington didn't play that great against Arizona. Um, Texas. Texas kind of ran away with it against uh, Kansas, but I don't know. So, curious to hear your thoughts about that. All right. See you guys. Hey, thanks, Kevin, a lot. Uh, Kevin calling into the show is awesome. Uh, first of all, Kevin, uh, I hear you started a gambling addiction, so we're going to have to take, take care of that. Uh, but let's go. We'll, we'll start with, let's go with, uh, with college football first, because we're going to do the draft of the of the NFL teams now. Uh, you and I watched some of those games, and I'll tell you, I have to admit uh, that you were right on Georgia. Georgia did not impress me at all. Yeah, so I agree with what Kevin said. There's not a clear number one team. We don't, you know, there's not like, it, it's not like last year where Georgia was the best team. I think I said this last week. Uh, it's not like Georgia's the best team by far, or a year where Alabama's way better than everyone, or Clemson's in Alabama, or head and shoulders above everyone. This year, I think there's five, six, seven, eight teams, nine, ten teams maybe that could all win the national championship. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. It'll interesting it will be interesting to see how some of these, you know, the big big ten games play out in the Pac twelve games. Those are those those are the conferences I'm interested in. I think Georgia ends up making it and they'll be the only team from the SEC that makes it. Um you'll get a Pac twelve team and you could you really you could end up getting two big ten teams. Yeah, don't forget there's also the SC, uh, the SEC, the uh, Big Twelve. 
the uh, whatever they call the uh, Oklahoma and Texas. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about Texas. Texas. But I, I don't. I don't trust Texas. I don't know. There's some. I don't. I just well, don't you trust can't Texas. trust Sarkeesian. I agree with you. And then the Pac-12 lead itself. You know, you've got. Um, hold on. Don't worry about it. We'll just back up recording. That's good. So I'll, I'll edit this for you. Just leave it here. Sorry about that. Thank you. <sighs> All right. We did not get back on drive for our recording, so we're going to edit that out. Okay. So back to um, our technical difficulties, hopefully, are now over. It's good. We might as well just show this and do the bloopers. All right. So back to um, USC, Utah, Oregon State, Oregon, Washington State. You know, uh, Colorado. That the Pac-12 is is wide open. The big the Big Ten's huge open. So you gonna stick with uh, Michigan? I don't know. I like I like Michigan and I like Penn State. But like I said, the Penn State Penn State actually plays Michigan at home. So I don't. That's the game. And then Ohio State. I guess you have to say they're good. Notre Dame just beat Duke. I know they they kind of got fortunate to win that game, but. I don't know. There's three; those three teams in the Big Ten. All they could, they could all, they all have a case for saying that they're the best team in the country right now. So, we'll see what happens. That's why I said those those games are so important. We're getting Ohio State. I think it's two, three weeks from now. Ohio State, Penn, Penn State, State. Right. That's at Ohio State. Penn State needs to win that game. What happens though? It's gonna. It'll be funny if they all beat each other. Correct. And then whoever goes the whoever goes the championship game. Is going to probably make the tournament. So whoever wins the tiebreaker, if they all end up with three losses. But what loss. I'm saying though here is, say Ohio State beats Penn State at home. Yep. They have wins over Penn State and Notre Dame. Penn State beats Michigan at home. Yep. They have a win over Michigan. Michigan beats Ohio, Ohio State. State at home. I could see a, a situation if that happens where two two of them make the playoff. Uh, depending yeah. on how competitive the games are. I'm not going to argue with that, but I, I still. It depends on if Texas uh, runs the table, they'll make it. Yeah. Yeah. No table. What about FSU? I forgot about FSU. There's, there's uh, the whole. Co- you're well, right. What you're about right. what about even Alabama? For Christ's sakes, they could get it with one no. loss. They Alabama's could, no. They could Alabama's beat Georgia no. in the championship game, though. No, 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 they couldn't. Why not? They could. They could. They, okay, if they beat Georgia in the uh, in the championship game, Georgia won't make it. Okay, That's simple fair. as that. That's They're fair. just not good enough. There's and, and it That's looks fair. like Florida. I don't think Florida State will go undefeated. I think they'll lose. Uh, like Miami's gonna be tough for them. Florida's gonna be tough for them. And the championship game against. Duke or North Carolina, that's going to be a tough game. So I don't see Florida State going undefeated. I don't see a Pac-12 team going undefeated because they'll eat each other alive. Maybe Oregon because I like them and I like their defense and everything they do. And they 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 really handled Colorado in a way that USC couldn't. USC did blow them out. I know it was a seven-point game. but They didn't stop them at all in the second half. So there's going to be – I don't think anyone undefeated in the Pac-12. I don't think anyone undefeated in the ACC. And I think Texas will lose in Oklahoma and, and there won't be. So I think – I'm going to go with two Big Ten teams. Okay. Well, I, can, I, I'm still I don't know about team. that. I don't know. We'll so, see. Is, I'm going to go two is, Big Ten teams. This That's is what I'm the, saying. This is the last year of this bullshit four. We get to six next year. I think go to six next year. And then we should get up to 12. If you had – this is just the kind of year where with the transfer portal and the NIL, this is what's going to happen if you stick with four teams because there's going to be eight teams that deserve to be in. I totally agree. I think There's that, more parity at the top. Yes, exactly yeah. right, which changes because uh, Georgia's not as good as they were. Alabama's not as good as they were. That opens up the, the door for the Penn States and the, and the Michigans of, and the Ohio States. But the thing is, at the end of the day, and I know people hate this and hate me for saying this. they the same teams. No. At the end of the day, what I said, I think we're going to get an undefeated team in the Big Big Ten, and we're going to get an undefeated team in the SEC, and nobody else will be undefeated. 
at the end of the day, it really is just you really only need two. You just need one. No, match. you're absolutely right. At you're the end of the day, right, it always right. comes down to really is you could you could manage with two. You're absolutely you really right. Could. That's true. But again, how do you? Uh, if you get an under te- the only the only team I see going undefeated in the, in the Big Ten is Michigan, All right? Because they got they've got I don't know where they have Ohio. Yeah, Ohio yeah. They they dominated Ohio State for two years and they got but they got Penn State on the road. Probably going to be a blackout or something, right? No, they they already did their white. That's they'll a, it's do a, another. It's, they'll do another. Funky it, they'll game they'll do the thing where they stripe it white yeah, and black. It's yeah, a, it's a twelve yeah. o'clock start, I think. So, ooh, ooh, that's a tough start for a visiting team down in Happy Valley. And then in the SEC, if it's not Georgia, it's nobody. So if Georgia will go undefeated, well, no, with Alabama, if oh, oh undefeated, Alabama's undefeated, undefeated, yeah. undefeated, undefeated. And then, um, like I said, I think Florida State's got to unless they completely gag. There's no reason for them to lose. No, there is though. Miami's a good football team. Florida's a good football team. Duke or North Carolina is a good football team. Okay, so does Notre Dame have a chance to get in with that one loss to Ohio State? <sighs> no, because I, I just think there's going to be too many good teams. I think Ohio State, like what happens if Ohio State beats Penn State, loses to Michigan, has one loss? Can't put Notre Dame above them, right? Right, 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 right. I agree with this. It's interesting. This is why we do it. I, I have no. We could have a two-loss team though in the national championship bracket. You could. Last year we had um we had two Big Ten teams. Last year Ohio State ended up making right, it. So. Right, that's true. We'll you never see. know. You never know. I don't. Do, I don't disagree with you. I think it's so crazy this year, though, that the the, the parity at the top, the top twelve teams or so, can beat each other up. So yeah, it's a fun year. There's going to be a lot of good games coming up in October, November. And I know Kevin. If you're out there listening, I know you're a Notre Dame guy, so we just cut your team right out of the playoffs. So Kevin, uh, I do know he he's not a big fan of their quarterback that everyone loves, the Hartman guy, Heisman, Heisman, Heisman. But obviously, not going to happen. And he did have a big time run uh, scramble on fourth and what was huge. it, nineteen? Yeah, big, huge scramble. Yeah. But he I don't think right he's, I, I don't know. He he. He hasn't he hasn't really performed that great against Ohio State and um, Duke. So it comes down again. I, we'll finish college football with this. Mike Elko is the coach of Duke. He coached defensive coordinator for Texas A&M for a long time. He's from University of Pennsylvania. Um, he's turned that program around in, in a year and a half, not even a year, year and a half, year plus. Is how important is coaching at that level uh, for 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 the purposes of managing you know whatever you want to call it. All of a sudden, Duke is now competing. Now they could lose three games. But how important is like well, their quarterback's coaching. hurt now. Yeah, so I know. they're in trouble. So coaching, who care? Coaching. It's about recruiting. You got to be able to recruit. Is James Franklin that good at coach? I know. I always go back to him. That's I true. don't know. I, I don't know. He can recruit though. If you can recruit, you can coach in college. Okay, so we get that's at the upper levels with the NIL. You have to recruit the portal, and you have to have money. Oh, okay. it's more than just it's it's almost the portal is more important than getting high school kids. So as we go through the season, we can continue. Maybe Kevin can fill us in on his college football picks as well. A second thing Kevin mentioned there was the big trade the Celtics made last night. I think it was right um, after the Damian Lillard trade to the Bucks. Celtics hopped right on trying to get Drew Holiday. A really really good two way player, a little bit old, thirty three. A uh, defensive specialist, good point guard, can handle the ball, something they lacked a lot last year. Um, first of all, what's your take on the Lillard trade going, instead of going to Jimmy Butler's all pissed off, instead of going to Miami, they sent him to the Bucks, And then conversely, Bad Brad just uh, just taking it and rolled the dice. So the Lillard-Bucks thing, I mean, it, it's a good move for the Bucks. Um It does make them better. He is a better player than Drew Holiday just because of, of what he can do on offense. He's one of the elite, like, top-tier talent on, on the offensive end in, in the NBA. So it was a good move by them. I, I don't know. I still think they're, they're going to have trouble guarding the Celtics. And I think the Celtics have enough guys to stop them. So I, I still like the Celtics' chances. On the holiday trade, Kevin was talking about how they, they got no depth now. Kevin's an ill-advised NBA fan. Depth doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it, in the playoffs, I think it was um, Van Gundy quoting somebody. It was like, 
I don't get the exact quote, but it was like, have eight uh, or play seven, trust six in the playoffs. That makes sense. So it's like, you really, the Celtics have seven guys. They get seven guys. Now, who knows if Porzingis stays healthy? Who knows if Horford stays healthy? He, he's getting old. Who knows if they all stay healthy? But they have the seven guys, and that's all you need in the playoffs. And they got enough filler guys in terms of Hauser and Cornette and Pritchard and all that to get through the regular season and win. So depth is over right. in the NBA. Just telling you that, Kevin. So with the Celtics, they replaced Smart for uh, Brogdon, Williams, and Williams with Porzingis and Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday gives you just as good a defensive player as Marcus Smart, uh, much better ball handler, much better stable outside type of shooter, although he's a little erratic. Porzingis gives you uh, another big to run pick and roll up high low. The the game's changed enough that Porzingis, I think, is a better player than Rob Williams. A lot better. Well, Porzingis is so much. It, they're not even the same stratosphere when it talks when talking about offensive ability. I mean, he's so much better of an offensive player than than Rob Williams is. I love Rob Williams as much as anybody else. He yeah, is one of my favorite players to watch. Loved him. Couldn't stay on the court. You really couldn't trust him. It's a move you had to make. You had to. You had to get this done. Drew Holiday's a perfect fit for this team. He's got a, He's he's yeah. the only guy in that locker room yeah. now that has a championship yeah. experience. Uh, I saw he's won the teammate of the year award in the NBA like three times. So he's a good guy to have in that locker room. That's true. And you know, and everyone who, everyone was talking about replacing Smart's draft, leadership and all that. Draft, blah blah blah. Who drafted him? The Philadelphia the Sixers. Sixers Delio. Yeah. Delio. Yeah, <laughs> they drafted him. And then then now Al Horford. Al Horford. Um, Joel and Beebe is left hanging, holding on to what's in the beard. He's in big yeah, trouble. Really I think for the Celtics, there. I totally agree with that. I think. Brad's saying to himself, I got these two superstars. I probably have about a five-year window where I can win at least one championship, and now you want to win the one championship. Um, I think that's really important. Uh, I, the Drew Holiday, I, I mean, you have to spend to get – you have to pay. If you want to bring in the guys you need, you pay to bring them in. And just like Porzingis, same thing. I agree with you on the depth. The only reason the depth would cause you any problems would be if one of your major guys gets hurt. And if one of your major guys gets hurt, you're not going to win anyway. So it's uh, – Oh, yeah. yeah. If Tatum gets hurt, yeah. who cares? Like, yeah. like what happened in Game 7 last year against the Heat? Tatum kind of got bagged up. They had no chance. Right. I Especially agree. if Brown wasn't going to pick up the slack. One game you could, and Brown did. Nobody picked up the slack. That so game. now the Bucks and the Celtics in the East uh, with Miami and Philadelphia trailing behind. Could uh, you imagine after that, speak, uh, the Celtics yeah. in Game 7, going back to the right, could you imagine them coming out, Tatum, after in his postgame, after after losing Game 7 of the Heat, coming out with a beer, drinking like, yeah, hey, oh, this is great, like, like Brooks Koepka was doing? Oh. Yeah, no, and it I, gets think, me I, I think that there's. I we've talked enough Ryder Cup bullshit. I I I cannot see it happening. He's depressed because you know in, in in the NBA you played that whole eighty that whole season and then the whole second season and then when you lose it's it's like quickly over. The golfers is going to go out and make a six million dollars. Some respect for the fans. Day. No, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Uh, okay, and finally, before we do our, we're going to draft today's football teams to see where, see how Jack and I do as we go forward with our our picks. Uh, the NFL. Another crazy weekend. Um, Miami puts 50 or 60 or 70 on the board against uh, the poor hapless Denver Bron- Denver, uh, no, Denver uh, whatever. Broncos. Broncos, that's what it is. Let's and, ride. I know. And then and then Buffalo goes and Miami comes up to Buffalo and they get spanked there. Um, the Jets actually look good. Wilson actually looked a little competent in the second half. Uh, Patriots look absolutely horrible, like the worst team that could ever live. <laughs> And then we'll let you speak in a second. Uh, the Eagles went to overtime with the Washington Commanders. Uh, uh, like I said, Dallas looked good. Detroit looked good. Uh, so just real quick, his take. We talk. Let's go back to Mac Jones. You and I discussed this yesterday. <laughs> Can I just say something about um, Zach Wilson? It's just a funny. It's a funny point. So he played really good, right? 
And there's been games, like last week against the Patriots, he was really bad. The reason they lost the game. So after after he played the Chiefs, he came out in his post game and he was like, I'm the reason we lost the game. You didn't hear anything like that from him when he played the Patriots. And he actually was the reason they lost the game. And someone on Twitter was like, quarterbacks love to take accountability when they know they played good. It was yeah, just funny true. seeing him come out and be like, it was my fault knowing he played a good game. That's true. But so yeah, Kevin Mack Jones. Um, I think he's horrible, by the way. I, I agree with Kevin. <laughs> I'm getting not closer to horrible. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he has no help. He has no help. Well, that's the other thing. That's what, uh, John Amico, the guy uh, in the athletic department at the high school, we, we were talking about, he says this might be the team with the least amount of skill skill ever uh, uh, offensively. Although they do have two pretty good running backs. It's the, not but this year. Stevenson's not been great at all this year. Stevenson's regressed a lot, it, it seems like. Um, Mac Jones. I I don't know what happened. I that was I didn't watch the game. I was golfing, but uh, you're lucky Jesus, you didn't watch man. the game. It was terrible. It, it sounded bad. I saw something like that. The the, the the Cowboys offense scored like one goal, well, one goal, one touchdown. Yeah, yeah, offense yes. and like the their um they were like over four in the red zone. Right, and that's just this is a typical Bill Belichick team. I mean, the great defense, um, very and again, I still I hate. The, do you have one player? It doesn't always have to be a quarterback. Who's a who's a game changer? Like you look at San Francisco when we draft these teams. Well, on the defensive they end, they do. They do, but the in offense, do you Not have anymore. one player like San Francisco's got Brock Purdy as their quarterback? He doesn't turn the ball over, but they got Debo Samuel and they got Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. You know the um, Buffalo who just just destroyed Miami. Great quarterback, which is great, but he all has some playmakers. So. I'm not a big fan of Mac Jones. I think it's it's this will be the season. He's the Fisher cut bait. Uh, Bill's going to take a lot of heat, a lot of heat. Even though he's put together great defense, he just has no offense. So one three, he's going to obviously going to take heat. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I, they play. Who do they play? I think they play the Saints. Or do they play yeah, somebody else? Saints. They got to beat the Saints. I think the Saints at home. You got to win that game. And I think they're going to have an easy uh, 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 when they get out of the division. They'll have some easy stretches of games. And they're yeah, lucky the that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. To be honest with you, I know because that'd be two losses right there. That is going to that two losses that are t- now turned into two wins. Correct. Correct. Well, you never know with Zach Wilson. He, he might play well. They'll beat the Jets at Foxborough. They will. But we're going to do NFL draft, which is the teams. We'll eventually uh, get to that. Uh, anything else? You, your boys. I, I know you love Kansas City. What what the hell was that last night? Mahomes just sucked. I mean, they just they didn't get up to play. It's a Sunday night game. I mean, obviously, like we said, it could be uh, uh-huh. there might be a distraction going on a little bit with the team. They just I don't know. They 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 kind of was like they sleepwalked in the game. They're playing the Jets and they got away with it. But I don't think they took the Jets seriously. How can you take the Jets seriously after what you've seen from them this week? So you bitched about the Ryder Cup guys not being serious. You, you let on. your kids go. Oh, okay, whatever. That's a that's a terrible that's a terrible comparison. You it's, like that red herring I threw? You right know to? what? If if the Chiefs came out in the Super Bowl playing like that, go. Uh, that, you like that red herring? I like that red herring. That was a horrible red herring. No, it was. That was awesome. That was horrible. I love busting on your Chiefs. They I, won. They won. It, it, the U.S. Ryder Cup team didn't win. If they won true. and came nonchalant, go ahead. I don't care. They still won. Okay, so the Chiefs... they also didn't play the Jets. They played the Europeans. They didn't play like like uh, like um, the, the Russians. Yeah, yeah. the Canadians. <laughs> yeah. What... Okay, so I'm going to ask you this: is simple. Real, I want to answer. The Jets have now had two really close games. Buffalo, who is the, who is probably the the two top teams in the yeah, AFC. Yeah, they played the two top teams in the AFC really tough. Now there's a reason why they did that defense, and they played them at home. Yeah. Zach Wilson on the road is probably atrocious, but that's another. They story. played the Pats tough too. They did. <laughs> they did in reality. They did really the Pats. Um, Not really. Any but. any other before we go to the NFL? Anything else from the weekend? Do we have get any any words from Justin? I got I got Jay Trev. So team of the week. 
Okay, who's got? I love this He's because gotta be Buffalo. How can Buffalo not be? No, no. Me? What I like about Jay Travis, he doesn't like last week. He didn't give me Miami. This week, he doesn't give me Buffalo. He gives me a real, a a real team, team that no one's I can't wait like to Last week, I forget who it was, but this week, how about the Buccaneers? This Ugh. is a team that a lot of people predicted would finish last in the wide open NFC South, and they have come out and started three and one with some impressive victories, including Sunday's beatdown of the Saints in New Orleans against one of the best defenses in the league and one of the hardest places to play. The Bucks ran away with this one by doing it on both sides of the ball. Todd Bowles. Gotta go. God, Bulls the table. defense under Bulls has been excellent this season, and they completely stymied Carr in the Saints offense. Carr completed 23 for 37 passes for a mere 127 yards. It's great seeing the Bucs have success post-Tom Brady. Really yeah, it great. Because the Patriots, I didn't get They had no success. And again, it'll, they'll fall on their faces. And, but, and, and eventually Baker, May, eventually Baker yeah. Mayfield's got to crap the bed, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yep. That's good. Okay, so Justin's got the um, team of the week is Tampa. Yep. I have to say, to be honest with you, if I look at Team of the Week, I'm saying the Washington Commanders who took the undefeated Eagles at home. All right. Deep, deep. They, beat they them should last beat them. Year. I know. All right. Who's, what, what do we got next, Justin? Hey, next time, Justin, why don't you call in and, and we'll record it just no. like we did Kevin. No, no, I, I, this, is, this works fine. It's, All right. Go, fine. go, go. Because I get next. to read it and I, li- I like what he says here. I, I almost like this better. Okay. Worst Team of the Week? Patriots. What is going on? You can't, though. The Patriots, they don't have any expectations. Okay. Go. What is going on in. Cincinnati. In multiple offensive metrics, the Bengals are ranked 32nd, good for dead last in the league. This has been a top three offense for the last few years and was only supposed to get better. Burrow is clearly not himself physically and also confidence-wise. Jamar Chase has been visibly frustrated and vocally frustrated, and it will be important to see where the offense goes from here. There's too much talent experience not to take the steps forward the next week. I have the expectations there. Burrow's got to be hurt, though. He's got to be hurt. Because he's got the great receivers yeah. again, but he's got to be hurt. Oh, 100 percent. They, they he, okay. They should have. They should have sat Burrow. Yes. At the start yeah, of the season, yeah. and now that they're one and three, they, they can't, can't sit him because they're, 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 their season's about to be over. And like they said, even against the bottom of the league Titans offense, the defense could not assert themselves at any point and allowed Tennessee's most productive day. Yes. Yeah. Yet, so it's not just their offense; their defense thinks too. Right. What's the, what's his uh, player of the week? Player of the week. You got, a, got any guesses? How about them Texans? C.J. Stroud wow. has wow. been impressive, yeah. to say the yeah. least. He just put up 300 yeah. yards and a couple TDs against the top 10 defense in the league, and the advanced numbers tell an even better story. For a rookie, he looks extremely comfortable running the offense and seems to process what's going on in front of him really well. Hardly seems rust in the pocket and has shown the high-level accuracy that made him the number two pick. He's been doing all this with a first-year play, first-time play caller, mostly unproven targets, and a banged-up offensive line. Yeah, that's my question: Is their offensive line? He's he's a good, he's a big kid too, Stroud is. So that's a good. Okay, Justin, I like Speaking, that. Speaking so, what about the uh, McManus kid, the kicker from Jacksonville? Why did he get mentioned? Yeah, get out of here. We already did our kicker for the year last week. That's that true. Day. We did, we did. So the worst player of the week, Mac Jones. Oh, is there the we one. go, Kevin. Mac Jones is the one who looks like a rookie. Some of the throws he was attempting yesterday are deeply concerning for a third-year guy who has the reputation of winning with his mind. He has that <laughs> reputation. What? Because he, he threw to the because he threw to uh, Jalen Waddle like and, and Devontae Smith. He's like a Jedi. He's winning with his mind. With average arm talent, limited mobility, reading the game, and making the right decision is what he must rely on. Yesterday, he looked like a quarterback who had no confidence in what he was seeing. There was a span of two drives in the third quarter where he threw six horrendous passes that almost made it seem like he was. Trying to throw a pick. Dallas made things difficult, but Mac was a disaster. 
Yeah, so so uh, check his bank account. So Justin and uh, DraftKings account. Justin and Kevin are really happy with uh, Mac Jones. I, I think. don't think anyone is. So listen, if there's any of Jack's buddies out there uh, who want to text him in, we'll we'll put your we'll put your thoughts up on there. So yeah, feed me to, some takes. Thanks to Justin Trevisani, the uh, Harvard recruiting dude down there, and Kevin O'Donnell. Uh, Kevin's working for uh, I think it's a uh, leverage company, a small uh, making money. All I know he's making money, making more money than me probably too. So. That's our NFL takes with Justin Trevisani. I like this on a weekly basis. Oh, just a real quick shout out. Today is what's the twenty first, the second, the second, second of October. I was gonna say the twenty fifth. I lost me. Tommy Trevisani, my old partner for uh-huh. we've seen enough. It's his birthday, so if you're listening out there, happy birthday, Tommy! And uh, we got to get you back on the air. So has, has he moved up a division in the men's league, the age bracket? Uh, he probably <laughs> does. He's probably, I think he hit the fifty three this year. <laughs> yeah. Fifty three. He can still shoot the three. He still plays no defense. That's our Tommy. We'll get you back. Big Damian Lillard fan, so he's oh, yeah. probably very yeah, happy. That's true. I, I, w- I would assume a large bet is being placed in the Bucks. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't within, doubt within it. the past few days. I, I wouldn't doubt it. All right, so that brings us to our fun portion of the program as we finish up uh, episode seven, where we are going to uh, pick the top seven teams that we think have the opportunity to make playoffs and make some do some damage in the NFL. We did this last year with college football, and it already is probably outdated for us because after this past week, because I think. I took Georgia number one. I was a little bit uh, frustrated with. I told you I would have taken Michigan number one. Yeah, if you could yeah, repick, yeah. would you? No, I'd still take Georgia. How about uh, Hovland or Kepka? I oh Hovland <laughs> all the way. Yeah, I, I will never. You know, and I love have I love Victor Hovland. He's great for golf and everything. I was wrong. I th- I think I let Kepka's um, major championship get in my brain a little bit too yeah. much. Mm-hmm. But, and the fact that he almost qualified like. On yeah, points without right. playing on the tour. If he right. played one of any, would have been. That's true. All That's right. true. So let's I, get drafting. Okay. We'll get drafted. So you, since I went first last week, I'm going to let you go first this week because I'm going to make you make the decision between. All right. No, it's not actually. A hard I think there's three teams. So but, so I'm going to just go before we start this. I'll be able to do the top teams. I don't have Wi-Fi in here for some reason. I know that's 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 very bad. So I, I lost my um, power rankings. So when we get to like the eight through fourteen, range, right, I might make some, I might make some bad picks. Number one, I think you have to, even though I don't love the quarterback, you have to go with the Forty ers just because of what they've done early on in the season. I think yeah. they're the best team. If they stay healthy, they get a good chance to win it all. Coach, everything, you know, they got it all. Yeah, I agree with that a little bit. I don't know. Um, I know who you're going to take two, and I know who I'm going to take three. So, uh, well, I'm going to I'm going to because you know who I'm going to take two, and I know who you're going to take. That's why I'm surprised that you took the Niners because you would have made me forced to if you if you had. No, because if I if I had taken the team, you're going to take number two. I, I would have. I think you would have taken the Niners, right? I would have taken the Niners second. Well, for I would, if, if it had been right now, and I hate taking them because I don't trust a, a quarterback like that. But yeah, uh, I I think I agree with you. I would go Forty uh, ers first. I'm going to go again. This is just because I'm going to let you have the Chiefs. I'm going with the Bills. I think that uh, I, I thought we were in for uh, an Allen uh, blow up there uh, after the first week, but he's really settled in. Been the best player in the league yeah, in the past three weeks. The problem, I, the only issue I have with them is the, the the injuries to the defense is starting to bother me a little bit. But yeah, their best cornerbacks out for right. the year towards Achilles, and then they're getting their their uh, what's his name's coming back. The alignment should be back in about five or six weeks, which should help them. But again, if you if you talk about pure talent, I, I gotta, you know, he's he's his last three weeks have been phenomenal, and I I hate to pick against Patty Mahomes, but I'm not really thrilled with their with their skill players uh, making plays for him. Uh, seem to be run bad routes. They're young, so I'm gonna go Buffalo Bills as my number one. So that would mean Bills 49ers Super Bowl if we if we actually went to four. We got to get Tredavious White, who tore his Achilles. We got to get him uh, Aaron Rodgers' number to get some ayahuasca or whatever it is. So he'll be back by he'll be back by week fifteen if he gets in contact with Rodgers. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. 
Uh, I know everyone, they left a bad taste in everyone's mouth after their performance last night. Just, But like I said, you know what? It's a one-off game. Um, I like the way they've looked this year. I like the way their defense has played at times. And um, I, I just think it's it's Patrick Mahomes. You, you got to take them. They're, they're probably going to be in the AFC Championship. So we'll see. Uh, I would go Chiefs there, too. I'm going to go three with the Cowboys. Uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are, uh, and people are going to hate me saying this. It's not going to end up, he's not going to win as many Super Bowls, but it's just like what the Patriots were. Where it was every year, it's like, how can you pick against the Patriots? They're going to be in the AFC Championship. They're going to have a chance to win the Super Bowl every year. Even if, because there were years where, where the start of the year, Brady and, and the skill position players, you're like, damn, how's he going to win with these guys? And they find a way. Mahomes will find a way. He's still got Travis Kelsey. Brady's still a, you know, Gronk and Edelman a lot of the time. Correct, correct. I'm gonna, I, I agree with that, and, and I would go through them. I'm going to take a runner on my friend Dak Prescott. Um I wanted them. And, and I'm going to pick them numbers for my second pick, and there's a big game coming up this weekend for them. And, again, that's going to be about health, but that defense is dominant and suffocating. So I go Dallas second. Who You're going to get your third pick. So this is a tough pick because I think there's there's probably six teams that are really good right now. Um, <laughs> I'm picking between two teams here. Again, it's another team that left a bad taste in their mouths after last week, but I'll, I'll go Miami. I mean, they scored 70 points. So uh, oh, yeah. their uh, offense is explosive. If two is healthy, if they can all stay healthy, they'll have a chance. So I'm going to go Miami. I think as of right now, I'd say there were seven teams that were competent enough to win with Miami in there to win it all. I'm trying um, to think of the seventh. We, well, I'm going to take the what I think is the six is the Eagles. Yeah, uh, that's a good value the pick there. Pick. I, that's who I was. I couldn't decide between. That's the Eagles why I, I thought you'd go Eagles, and then my next pick after that would have been the, the team that I'm thinking about um, is just consistently good most of the time. So I'm gonna go with the Eagles well, next. Have you made all right, your so pick. this is this is where I'm I'm lacking with my um. I sent with, you the list of teams. Yeah, it, well, you sent me a list of teams. I didn't have a rank. One sec, I'll get it. I'm not gonna give you. Okay, a, I'm, not um, give you, I'm not gonna give you a rank. Just, just give me a. Just give me a. I'm gonna go real quick through this. Um, oh, he's gonna go real all quick. All right, this will be interesting. He's th- this real quick this could it. be this could be a, a controversial pick, and it could get me um some. Fired I could get trashed on. I could get trashed on for this pick, but I am going to go with. The Detroit Lions. I do. That's where you'd go. The Detroit Lions. I don't know. They beat the Chiefs. They look good. They look solid. Goff looks solid. Their team looks solid. I Why would, not? I would say they got a good coach. He's I, a motivator. I think the Lions, I agree with that. I think the Lions are one tier below the team I'm going to pick fourth. And I know you're not going to like my pick one fourth. One tier below? It's, I, it's, it's Baltimore? Yeah, yeah. It's the Ravens. Yeah. I'll definitely go Ravens. See, great minds think alike here. So, so far, Jack's got the... The 49ers, the Chiefs, the Miami Dolphins, and the Lions. I got the Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys, Seattle Eagles, and Baltimore Ravens. And I'm telling you something right now, Jack. After that, it can be just a crapshoot after that. So, uh, because some of the divisions are really bad. Seahawks. Seahawks? Why not? They're pretty good. They've, they've had a good the Seahawks? start. Yeah, Seahawks. Did, first off, again, this is, this is where my lack of knowledge and lack of information in front of me could cost me. But There's not did, many teams did, left did, out there, did, by did, the way. Did the Seahawks beat the Lions? The Lions I, I think the Seahawks same. beat the Lions. Yeah. So, yeah, the Seahawks are a pretty good team. So that's a good. No, I have no complaints with well, that. How many more picks do I have? You, well, it gets. Now, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, the Bucks, <laughs> because I got to stick with my boy, uh, Todd Bowles, and um, he's the man. Uh, it's it's really, really bad here. It's uh, There was about three other teams left that you could pro- possibly uh, feel comfortable picking, um, especially because they ha- one team has to win that one division. So, I'm going to go with the Bucks next. Um, you have two more picks to go after this, so uh, I'll go with my uh, Super Bowl champs, uh, the Cleveland Browns. They know they had a tough week Jack's last week. With um, the Browns. LeBron jinxed them. He put out his parlay, and I think the team's lost like a combined sixty to nine. So 
Good job, LeBron. So you like um, the Browns? They didn't, have what? they didn't have Deshaun Watson. That's true. So I, I don't that's know. True. I just I think their defense is really good. I don't know. That's true. The well, de- I, their defense I, that, is good. I mean, I, that's that's one thing you can hang your hand on. If okay. Deshaun Watson gets his feet underground, uh, not a bad pick at all because somebody's got to at, at the tenth pick in the NFL. That's what are you going to do? You're not going to get much better than the Browns. That's true. I'm going to take the Jaguars after that because I got to stick with the Jags. I think they they have the talent to, to move forward. I mean, it is my sixth pick, and and uh, you know. The odds of them winning the championship were probably about one in a million, but uh, I'm going to go Jaguars instead of the Jets, the Pats, the Commanders, the Giants, the Vikings, the Bears, the Saints, the Panthers, uh, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. Rams aren't that bad. Raiders, Chiefs, Chargers, Biz Broncos. Okay, so you get one more. I'm going to ride this hot quarterback that Jay Triff told me about. I'm going to go with the Texans. I don't think they're any good. I don't know. They probably won't even make the playoffs, but who who else am I going to pick? Maybe the Commanders? No, no, I have one other team that I like in there. Um, Pats. Other, other than there, no, no <laughs> the Pats. No, actually, I don't have another. I'm looking down the list here. I don't even. I, I think it's the Commanders. No, it's not. The, I'm gonna go with the Packers. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Packers. And then you, you, you're gonna they they win at home. They they come back. Um, I can't. It's so bad, Jack. Honestly, look at this: Niners, Chiefs, Miami. Bills, Cowboys, Eagles, and then it's another good tier. There, then it's another tier team. So that's six teams. Yeah, but that it's always like that. <laughs> I know, I know. There's no depth in the NFL. So you could play. You you could you could actually if you played, if you drew the the um, the south of the AFC and you got the Colts, the Texans, the Jaguars, and the Titans. You know, geez. I know. Look at that. Look how bad. I don't know. Maybe it is always like that. Maybe you're right. It is. It's, I think there's actually a more real top tier teams this year than normal. There's ah, like seven. Six or seven. All right. So let, let me recap real quick. We got Jacks, 49ers, uh, Chiefs, Dolphins, Lions, Seahawks, Browns, and Texans. Jim's got the Bills, Cowboys, Eagles, Ravens, Bucks, Jags, and Packers. If I look at my list, I think the Bucks might have been an overdraft and the Jags. Uh, Seahawks, Browns, Texans, Bucks, Jags, Packers is a crapshoot, but it's tough. Jay Trev, if you're listening, I need an evaluation from our NFL guy, which had a better draft uh, on that one. So, uh, Jack, any other last words on your draft? No, I just hate Brooks Kepka. That's my lasting take from this episode. Jack, <laughs> Jack hates Brooks Kepka is awesome. I do love that part, but um, it's it was it, we're wrapping the show up. We did have some technical difficulties. I'm gonna try to work on those in the edit. Uh, because one one of our pieces recorded, one didn't. We're gonna uh, need Spielberg to fix this. No, one. we're not. I can fix it. Don't worry. I'm okay. a master editor out there in those booths. Okay. Yeah. So it's it was great. We we did the Ryder Cup. Jack doesn't like Brooks Koepka. I don't like Brooks Koepka either. By the way, uh, the, the if anyone who listens to this podcast does like Brooks Koepka, I'd like to hear from you as to why. Because I just can't figure out like who likes this guy. And if anybody has listened to the podcast wants to get their um, their text or tweets or whatever on the on the air, just send it to Jack Boyle. He's got his uh, or you. No, don't send it to me. Then I have to read it. Well, you can really send it. it to me. Yeah, whatever. We have technology these days. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. We have to read it. Um, and um, my, uh, I'm not getting my number out, though, because I don't want to. But if you got my number, you can. Especially my high school kids will be texting me all over the place. Uh, and, and everyone wants to come on the show, Jack. I'm getting a lot of people want to be guests on the show. And We might have to charge. Yeah, we might have to. So. <laughs> Entrance fee. <laughs> Entrance fee. To sit next to Jack in the chair over there by, behind the side of Jack, we bring it in. So, like I said, Ryder Cup baseball baseball playoffs are going to really go hard and heavy uh, over the next uh, week or so. Uh, we'll probably get to talk a little bit about that. I really want to focus on the Celtics going to preseason. We won't do any Bruins talk because I know nothing about them. And as college football wears in, we talk about some of the other things uh, 
the Premier League is is getting going. Your team's struggling. We could do some of that talk as well. Uh, no. Well, let's wait till we let's wait till we win some matches. All right, we'll wait till we win some matches, and then we'll bring some. I'd like to bring a couple more guests on. If you're out there, you want to leave me a guest. Got to get Mr. Greco in. Just try to get Tommy in as well. Uh, if we can sneak him down here, it'd be great to have him on. So um, that's where we are. Episode seven is concluded. Uh, for Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle. For uh, it all boils down to this. We'll see you on down the road. Thanks for listening to this episode of It All Boils Down to This, recorded at WCTV Studios in our hometown of Wilmington, Massachusetts. We're always open to any ideas, critiques, topics, and guests. So if anyone out there in podcast world needs to get a hold of us, we can be reached via email at jboyle22 at comcast.net. Along with Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle. Make sure to tune in to the next edition of It All Boils Down to This.